Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Drives the baseline, tight ropes it, bounce pass to Bogdanovich, tough pickup, flares it from five feet out, up and in. Jazz haven't missed much recently. Donovan at the top. Drives to the left hand. Gobert rolls. Donovan will rise and fire and hit. Oh, you are filthy, young man. Donovan Mitchell. 16-2 run. Jazz by 14. Utah Jazz get the wins over the weekend. They beat the Boston Celtics Friday. They beat the Pistons Saturday. They sweep the four-game road trip. And no, I did not see that coming. Figured they'd go at least two and two, probably three and one, but four and oh. No, I can't figure these guys out. And no, I don't know what it means to come next. I think the the most uh, optimistic thing you can say about the Jazz, they've had two losing streaks here. If we ignore the whole winning, losing, winning, losing, they've had two big losing streaks here. The first one. If you're being really optimistic here, you just chalk it up to, well, they won 19 out of 21. They're bound to have a slump, and that's what it was. And then the, the second losing streak coming out of the break, well, they were fat and happy. They thought they figured everything out going into the All-Star break, and they got caught. Now, that was a lot of home games to lose, so I don't even know if I can buy the second one. I buy, the, I buy, I buy my own nonsense on the first one before I buy the second one. Now, if those two things happen to be true, then the Jazz can just get on a roll here to the finish and it could be great and everyone could be happy again. But it does feel like there's another up and another down. Because why? Because that's how roller coasters work and that's what everyone's been on lately. Now, the good news for the Jazz, well, they are uh, on the upswing right now. Man, everybody else is on the downswing. It has been bad times at the OK Corral for... uh, for everybody around him. And let's get to that. Jazz and Raptors tonight. We'll talk about that Toronto game coming up. Raptors second in the East, the only Eastern team the Jazz haven't beaten. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. The two big dogs tangle, and the Lakers beat the Clippers. Finally. And Twitter, this is what Twitter's good for. You know, we all know that... uh, Social media has its flaws. But the upside to this is I don't have to have a bunch of people in Los Angeles over over to my house. I don't have to buy them food. I don't have to clean up before they come and clean up after they leave. I just pop onto Twitter and watch all the Laker fans saying, Ah, Doc was outcoached. Larry the Laker was going nuts on that one. The Lakers delivered a message. Of course, the Clippers won the first two games. What really matters? Well, what matters is... If they meet, assuming they meet, what happens in those seven games? The Laker fan right now is sure they've got the upper hand in the Clippers now that they've beaten them for the first time in three tries. PK, you buying that? I'm sure you saw Larry the Laker on Twitter just going nuts. Well, Larry the Laker needs to shut his mouth. (laughs) I'm sick of him. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a nice game. I mean, it's still March, but 
Lakers came out determined, and uh, the Clippers, you know, Lou Williams had a bad game. Avery Bradley, if, if Avery Bradley's going to go 6 for 12 from 3, the Lakers are probably going to be very good. You know, I'm not counting on him being able to do that four times against the Clippers, but he did it on, what, March 8th, so you got to give him credit. He made baskets. LeBron is just an amazing uh, human being as far as a basketball player goes. He is, what would you call it? He He's the unusual guy that at 35 is literally showing zero signs of slowing down whatsoever. Right now, now, to me, he is certainly the league MVP, which you would probably know this. is Would that be the oldest MVP? What did, what did Malone get? How old was Malone? Uh, Carl Malone and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The two, I'll have to check on that. Uh, they were in that neighborhood, but I can't tell you exactly what age they were. Um, yeah. Carl got it in 99, so I'm going to say that Carl was older, but that's a guess. 99 didn't count. Well, they only played 50 games. Yeah. The Thunder beat the Celtics, and the Thunder moved past the Rockets. Uh, There's been a lot of losing going on. The the Rockets have a four-game losing streak. Uh, The Magic just dominated them in Houston. And of the Rockets' four losses, three are to lottery teams, and one is to a playoff team. Uh, The Nuggets lost to Golden State. They lost to Cleveland this week. Dallas lost home to the Pacers, and they just dropped a game to the Bulls on the road. So the Jazz get a lot of separation from a lot of teams, pick up ground on a lot of teams. But the Thunder, with a Dennis Schroeder double team and timely steal with 10 seconds to go, when I think we all assumed they were fouling. But he gets a steal in a bucket, and that's the game-winning bucket, and they beat the Boston Celtics. So the Thunder now fifth in the West in a game and a half behind the Jazz. That's crazy right now because teams that we thought were going to be winning are losing, and then the teams that we thought stink a week ago, now they're winning, and who knows what's going to happen. What good team is going to go on a losing streak next? I mean, I'm in Vegas. I'm going to go and find that out and put some money on it. No, I'm not because I'd get in trouble, but you get the point. (laughs) I get the point. If you knew the unknowable, you could be rich, but since it's unknowable, you can't know it, and you're just destined to flush money away anyway. And then uh, who the Clippers signed Noah... Uh, Joachim Noah, speaking of the knowable, I mean, it's just crazy. Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to miss a couple of games. He missed one yesterday, and the uh, Bucks got beat in Phoenix, and he's not going to play against the Nuggets in Denver tonight. He's got a minor joint capsule sprain, hurt his left knee in L.A. and then lost Friday night to the Lakers. Hey, you think he's going to miss those games, or he's just not going to play? Because I don't know if he's going to miss them. Yeah, that's what I meant, PK. Thanks for splitting hairs. Okay. He gets to watch the game in street clothes because they had a shot of him during the uh, the Phoenix game. Bucks and Nuggets are on NBA TV tonight at 7, but, you know, that's when the Jazz are on, so you'll probably be watching them. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Porter hands over to Merrill. Tie ball game. 15 seconds. They're setting up for Merrill for a final shot. Tie ball game. Chance to win the conference championship. Sam Merrill against Fagan. Seven seconds, six seconds, five seconds. Sam rises for three. Yes! You've got to be kidding me. Sam, I am Merrill. Straight away three. 2.5 seconds left in the game. Sam Merrill is a freaking stud. And that's how Scott Gerard made the open to Sports Center right there. Sam Merrill. Oh, good for Scott. Freaking stud. That was a big time play. The Aztecs had had the same opportunity in a previous possession. They missed their three. Aggies hit theirs, and that's the difference in the game.
Now they're in probably either a 10 or an 11 seed, and they wait to find out where they're going. They just know they don't have to go to Dayton for a Tuesday or Wednesday game. Into the main draw, the round of 64. That was awesome, man. I think they would have been either way, but certainly it clinched that. And It's crazy. They've had a crazy season, you know, and then, what, in January, losing three, uh, then three out of five or three out of four, and then to have that, it was it was a great, great, uh, great tournament for them. They had a lot of fun times, and and Merle continues. I mean, he is just the best shooting guard in our state since Danny Ainge, and that generated a fair amount of uh, controversy. I think it's obvious. <laughs> Talk about splitting hairs. <laughs> we will get to that. What hairs are we split? It's on Facebook. What hairs you splitting? Yaki wants to know. It depends on how we're defining Jimmer Fredette's position. What Jimmer? Jimmy was a he had the ball in his hands. I mean, who was the point guard on the Cougars? It was Jimmer Fredette. Who was a point guard on Weaver? It was yeah, Damian Lillard. Good good point. Hey, come on. PK's in Vegas because tonight it's BYU and St. Mary's West Coast Conference Tournament Semifinals, 9:30 on ESPN2. They split head-to-head in the regular season. That loss in Moraga, no Yoli Childs. So you got to feel like the edge goes to the Cougars tonight. You feeling it, PK? Uh, yes, slightly. A slight edge. I can buy that. Both games were good. Both games were tight. Both games were decided by big plays late. The Utes closed out the regular season. Overtime, they beat Colorado 74-72. They're going to be in the 8-9 game in the conference tournament Wednesday afternoon in Las Vegas. Booth Gotch, career-high 28 points in that one. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. There's also players that I've talked to who said that a 17th game schedule would be okay if there were X, Y, and Z built around it. And, and that X, Y, and Z for a union revolves around better wages, better hours, better working conditions, and better benefits. And that's what this deal has in it. That's NFL Players Association Executive Director DeMarie Smith on the proposed collective bargaining agreement. Number of NFL owners hope the proposed deal does not pass with the players because they think they can negotiate a better deal with eyes on an 18-game season in the future, a league source told ESPN. There are all kinds of politics behind the scenes. Go figure. If they think that, why the heck did they pass this on their own? Well, they'll vote. We'll see if we get a 17th game. Saints are going to put a first-round tender designation on Taysom Hill. That means any team that wants to sign Hill away would need to give up a first-round pick. Saints have the right to match any offer, and he gets one year and $4.67 million. Saints plan to re-sign Hill before free agency begins in a couple of weeks. So they hold on to him. I guess they figure they're going to lose Bridgewater now that Breeze is back and all the dominoes fall. Think it's best for Taysom to stay with the Saints? Oh, there's no way of knowing. Uh, well, if he doesn't have any choice, I think he should go wherever he gets the most money. Uh, this is me. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. A short burst of crowd noise as RSL fans celebrate Demir Krylock's 
Goal in the 92nd minute. A 1-1 tie with the New York Red Bulls. Lots of opportunities. Tons of chances. They finally finished one. And so they split the points with the Red Bulls in their opener. The attack looked much better. New York, after scoring early, looked uh, pretty happy to just drop back and defend. And, man, goal line clearances, ball off the post, goal waved off for a handball. There were a ton of opportunities. But RSL can't get the full three points. They go to Columbus next week. DJ and PK, What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, is going to join us at 8 o'clock to talk about the Aggies winning the conference tournament and the Cougars' chances of doing the same thing this week. Utah State junior guard Abel Porter is going to join us coming up at 9.30 to talk about the Aggies. Coming up next, PK mentioned it, Sam Merrill, best shooting guard in the state since Danny Ainge. We'll get to that next. Tons of reaction. You can hit us up on our Facebook page, DJ and PK. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at David DJ James. Stay with us.